my monster from his slab began to rise. And suddenly, to my surprise, he did the mash. He did the monster mash. The monster mash. It was a graveyard smash. There we go. How's that for theme music? Halloween season. Hit you with a little monster mash to start it off. Hopefully it sounded good. I was playing it from my phone into the microphone because I am an idiot. And I thought I played music last week with Jack Burke on and nobody heard it. So just to be safe, we did it that way. There's your theme music. All the fucking haters. <laughs> Sorry. Right before I got on there, I sneezed about three times. That was good. How the hell we doing? We're back. Kyle McNally getting up in that ass. Uh, it is Thursday night, a little after 10 o'clock. Uh, I just watched about, I don't know, the first 30, 40 minutes of the debate. And then I had to take the dog out, you know, her last last pee of the night, usually between 9.30, 10. You know, that's how she does it. And uh, we switch off every night. Every other night I take her out at 9.30, 10, that range. Oh, my girlfriend, we switch off, you know. And uh, I hate the nighttime walk. I hate it. I I get admittedly, I, I, I get irrationally angry at my dog nine out of ten times on the nighttime walk. And I know I do it. I know I shouldn't, but I, I can't help it. It happens every time. It just happened now. Like, I, I just got in ten minutes ago, twenty minutes ago from it. I just put her ass to bed. Because she knows she has to go pee. Around that time, like, she comes out of the bedroom and, like, will look at the leash and be like, all right, it's, like, 9.40, time to for pee. But she's also a widow, my dog. She'll only pee, and so she won't just pee, like, on a sidewalk, which is so annoying. Like, here in Hoboken, where we live, she has, like, four spots where she'll pee sometimes. It's, like, the corner, this little patch of dirt, she'll pee in there. There's, like, this random apartment complex up the street with, like, their parking lot has, like, random patch of rocks right at the beginning of which you'll pee in those rocks. Or, like, two, three blocks up, there's another patch of grass. And, like, that's it. And any time I take her at night, I swear it doesn't happen to my girlfriend, it's, like, she won't go. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you always start off at the corner because you're, like, all right, this is her easy one it's two second walk once in a blue moon she'll pee there and you just go in it's beautiful but every time i walk her she won't pee at any of them so then we walk around to all of them and i get angry talk to myself i'm like <laughs> losing it and then i always like the idiot that i am i get so mad and take it like personal and i'm like I, no i'm not bringing you back to the spot you like because i I treat it like a personal attack, even though it's a dog with a stupid dog brain. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to bring you back to the rocks because I'm not going to play your game. I'm going to win. And I think I'm going to win, but in reality, I just walk around for like two hours at night for the final walk. I walk around for like an hour and a half, all stubborn. And then it's just like, why didn't you just go around the block, take her to the rocks over and over until she went, you know? me, it's Or... She'll, cause it's just like anything. Anything scares her. I've talked about the dog on this before. She's, she's getting better and stuff, but she's got anxiety. She's afraid. Everything scares her. And when we're here and hold on, I mean, we're in the city. I mean, like every time she's sniffing around, and I know she's gonna pee. 
it's like you can count on just anything. You know what I mean? A car drives by blasting music, a kid's skateboarding, a grubhub guy on his bike got a radio playing, a fucking motorcycle goes by, a store grate is like closing because they're closing that night, like sliding the front grate down, gate grate, whatever the fuck. A kid's walking by bouncing the basketball. Like, just you name it. A car drives by. Someone just walks by just because, like, and she stops and doesn't pee, stops sniffing, and you have to go back to one of the three spots again. She does that over and over. And she also, for me, especially, like, my girlfriend will be like, she does it for every. It's not just you, but, like, it's always me. I'm telling you. And she, she usually shits twice a day sometimes only once it's no big deal if it's only once like it's once or twice a day every time she'll drop her third shit of the day like look me in the face and then then walk around for 40 minutes before she pees at the nighttime feet <laughs> it drives me insane i don't know if this is relatable to anyone else or if i'm just talking about poop and pee a lot here early on and no one gives a fuck <laughs> but the late night pee walk with my dog infuriated. I get I'm in my head the entire I'm like I'm like, she's always doing this shit. I legit you would think it's like the only other time I've caught myself being that crazy in the past in my until like entire life really is like maybe mad at like a, a, like my sister or parents at some point as like a teenager talking to myself in my head or like furious at a boss or something, maybe once or twice when I was younger. I really don't like to as it, I don't know how many times I've got as angry as I do with this dog. I'm like, she does this every time. She knows she's fucking with me. She knows she has to go pee. Uh, I, she fucking does this right. I get furious. And I know I'm an idiot for it. I know that. But that's what happens. I got no control over it. That dog <laughs> ticks me off past 930. A big part of the reason is, in fairness to young Sandy, I will give to her that since the COVID's hitting everything, I don't have much of a fucking life like everyone. So, like, during the week, I've gotten more accustomed to just, like, passing out early if I'm, you know what I mean? If I'm not doing nothing, what the fuck am I doing? You know, I don't really, I'm not, like, a casual drinker, like, a couple of beers here and there. I don't really do that. So, it's like, you work and you're home, and it's like, I'm just fucking, by 9.30, I'm like, yeah, what the fuck? I'm, like, dozing off on the couch. So that is part of the problem. It's like I'm just like a fat, lazy prick who's like getting woken up to take her out and then she doesn't do exactly what I want. But you know what? If you're listening to this and you're on her side, I'd fuck you. <laughs> you know? You're not with me to begin with, you know? So eat shit and die. That's what I'm saying if you're down with Sandy. Uh, but yeah, that's what's going on. The debate's happening right now. I Like I said, listen to like 30, 40 minutes. I was uh, disappointed, I'd say. I... I thought they were going to be funnier. Uh, I'm not, I've missed the last hour. Maybe this one ended up being funny, but for like months, I planned on watching these. And I'm not, I've never watched a debate in my life, presidential debate. But for months, for this one, I'm like, oh, I'm going to watch this fucking one. You know what I mean? It's like Biden's fucking senile. He's always fumbling over his words and he gets angry real easy. Off his own fucking construction works. And Trump's just like, he just don't give a fuck. He'll say anything and egg you on and just like, you know what I mean? Like, so I was like, this is going to be, I thought it was going to be like laugh out loud funny every debate the entire time. For months, I was excited for it in that sense. But uh, I don't know, the first 30, 40 minutes of this one, I was hoping for like an old man fist fight. Just let him fucking, I was hoping the gloves come off, if low blows, personal digs, but nothing too crazy, I'd say. Maybe I just, 
maybe a lot of people watched it and were like thought it was good and stuff and there was like burns i just <laughs> maybe i'm wrong for going into it with a wwf outlook <laughs> that's what i had in my head is like some sort of pro wrestling-esque talking shit situation <laughs> just <laughs> that would have been gold i guess that's not what was happening here. Uh, not much else going on. The World Series. I, uh, I was home in Boston. I feel like every fucking time I'm talking on this microphone, I was home in Boston. It seems like it lately, back and forth a lot, but home for a wedding. I think I mentioned on some episodes, going back for a wedding. My buddy had a COVID wedding. Uh, and it, it ended up being fun. It ended up being fairly normal, I'd say. As normal as, as you, as you think. I mean, it really was. It was pretty normal. Outside, a little, little cold. The girls were cold, you know what I mean? But that's what fucking hard booze is for, you know, hon? Warm up. Get some booze in you. Uh, but pretty pretty fun wedding. I I talked a little bit about weddings on this. I, I hate them. Anyone my age, 30 years old, you probably hate them, I would assume, unless you're like a girl. I don't know. But even girls, you, gotta, you just get sick of them, right? Like, I love my friend who got married. You know what I mean? Like... It was a great time and everything. I, it's one of my good, good friends. All my friends who I've been to, love them. But the actual weddings, it's just they add up, and you got a lot of them all the time, and you're fucking going to them, traveling back and forth, and you're fucking getting suits and dry cleaning, and new shit, new suits if you're in it, and you're fucking getting measured, and you're buying this, you're buying that, the hotels, and they just fucking get old. It's like your whole fucking summer becomes weddings and shit some years. But we had fun. We did have fun. A lot of people, a lot of people, uh, I realized going to be part of my life, at least with, like, my friends back home, is uh, a lot of people telling me, oh, this will be good material for your podcast. <laughs> that was, like, the big joke. And I also anticipate, I'm sure, any family events. I'm going to get that a lot because they always... My family always tells me, oh, you're getting good material for your stand-up. That's what, that's all I hear. So now I'm, that's going to be the new thing. But just kidding to all my friends that said that. That was just a joke. But in reality, most of the wedding, I was, like, laughing, thinking about it. I'm like, everyone says that shit, but, like, it's just me and my, my friends making fun of each other and stuff. So, like, it wouldn't be funny to anybody, you know. But one very funny thing, I'd, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention this and who knows? This maybe get me back in a little trouble back home with the couple, the bride and groom, or the groom bride. I mean, but whatever. Uh, at the wedding, everyone's drinking, having fun. It's a good time, and everything's done. Like the speeches, the dances, everyone's done it. The maids of honor did their fucking thing. Uh, best man did a speech. The families did their shit. The dances with the parents. Ba 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 boo. You know what I mean? Everything's done. And all of a sudden, some girl, well, not some girl, this girl was in the wedding. I was in the wedding. I was in the wedding party. So, like, I knew this girl was part of the wedding party. We went and took pictures. We were in, like, a fucking trolley at one point, like, after the church, just drinking beers before we got to the place. And, I, I mean, she had open shit face. This girl had open shit face. But this girl who was not the maid of honor, but she was in the wedding, she got the microphone at like the middle of the like this wasn't during the speeches at the beginning this was like after dinner everyone's drunk at this point and she's like oh i have 
I have a poem. Uh, I wrote a poem. I'm going to read it for the bride and groom. And it's like, but at this point, she's doing it where, like like I said, it was everyone's drinking having fun at this point. So people were spread the fuck out. Like, there was two little mini bar sections that people were at, like, getting drinks and tables on, like, all sides of her. Like, she was just in the middle of a big group. So, like, she didn't have anyone's attention, really. And then she was, like I said, she had to just be shit face. And she did, she did this fucking poem she wrote. <laughs> and I mean, her intentions were good, I'm sure, but the poem was fucking stupid. It was like, like I don't think it was even like written seriously necessarily. I think it was trying to be funny. It was like dumb jokes. And like, even my buddy, who's the groom, he was like sitting at the table with the bride, like she was doing it for them. And even he. Like was laughing in her face. I know I couldn't. Like he couldn't help himself. He was like cracking up laughing. So I'm like, I'm. I, I thought I was an asshole for laughing, and I was far away. But I'm like, all right, this is definitely normal. Then, and I mean, this girl, more power to her. But like, it was literally just like, your wedding day's here. Like I'm drunk. Like just it was the stupidest fucking thing. I don't know. Hopefully it was funny to listen to me talk about it on a podcast. <laughs> I don't know if that story translates, but. That was probably the funniest part of the wedding, uh, and I mean, like I said, I've been to a lot of weddings. I've seen some, I've seen some bad ones. You know, I've seen bad speeches. I've seen a best man speech. I've seen both ends of the spectrum. I've seen too short. You would think like too long. I've seen too short though too. Like it was like uh, the kid's young brother like did the speech, and he was just drunk. He was like twenty one. I think there was like an age gap between them. It was, uh, Whatever he did was, like, fine, but it was, like, 10, 15 seconds. He told, like, a story about, like, getting in a fight or, like, almost getting in a fight at the bar and the girl who was marrying the kid had his back or something like that. Like, and that was it. Mic drop. But then I've also, I went to a, a too long one. I saw her. One of the worst best man speeches of all time. It was my girlfriend's friend's wedding. So I was there as, like, my girlfriend's date. And I know the people getting married and stuff. They're, they're they're nice people, honestly. I got no problem with it at all. But this kid just didn't read the room. He went so fucking long, dude. I I was drunk at this. I literally, I'm not even joking. Like during his speech, I went and took a piss. I came back, and then I had a shit. And I went in the bathroom and shit. And I came out, and this kid was still fucking talking. Like he was over. Like I mean, he was around like 15 minutes probably. Which like you'd think like oh, 15 minutes is nothing. But like unless you actually like go up and public speak for 15 minutes. You know what I mean? Like, 15 minutes doing stand-up is, like, you can't just do that your first time you do stand-up. You know what I mean? Like, you you gotta, like, you gotta put in some, some work. And this kid, I mean, he was at least 15 minutes, I'd say, honestly, probably. And to the point where even after I shit, I came out, he was still going. There was a table, and granted, we were, our tables were far away from where he was standing up at the front. But the table behind us, it was, like, old people. Like, my parents' age and older and stuff. And they were, like, literally, like, <laughs> like almost, like, borderline booing. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they were, like, tapping their glass, literally yelling, like, hey, wrap it up, buddy. Like, wrap it, all right, that's enough. Trying to, like, get the clap going and, like, get them off like it was the fucking Oscars. That's literally what was happening. It was awful. That was a that was a fun one to watch. Just too long. You got you to gotta find the right spot. You know, you can't, you got to give it a couple minutes at least. You know, the kid did a good one at this one. It was my buddy's younger brother. He did short and sweet, but long enough, you know, do it. 
Make your parents happy. Get the fuck off. Make yourself look like a hero. Bingo, bango. Best man speech. I've, I've never done one. I'll probably never have to do one. Fine with me. I wouldn't want to. People think, because, like, doing stand-up, they think, like, you want to do shit like that. Like, I, I don't, I wouldn't want to, really. I had, my mother kind of, my parents, like, guilted me into officiating my sister's wedding. I didn't want to do it. I said no. Like, flat out said no. Like, I'm not comfortable doing that. They kept guilting me into whatever happened. I ended up doing it. And I did all right, whatever, but, like, I did not want to do it. You know what I mean? Getting up, for some weird reason, for me, getting up in front of stand-up is, like, way different than, I don't know, I'm going up and doing jokes. I, I don't know. I don't, like, give a fuck what I say in front of anyone in that situation or who hears me say what. But, like, going up in front of strangers for any other reason to, like, I don't know, speak or try to, like, be in charge or doing it. Like, I, I don't want to fuck. I just didn't want to do it. So that's what I feel about <laughs> best man speeches, I guess. Uh, I had an idea. This was my, I'm sure, every single fucking stupid person that's ever tried any sort of podcast or radio show has literally had this idea. I'm not <laughs> claiming it was a good idea, but I was just trying to think of stuff to kill five, ten minutes extra on the thing. It might be funny. So I'm like, why don't I just... You know, I'll just check out, like, write down three random headlines I see, and we'll just talk about them. I won't even read the article. See how that goes. And I was like, well, I'm not going to do it. I'll just skip the political one because I don't want to really talk politics on here. I'll talk about the debate because it's, like, funny. But, like, I don't actually want to get into politics because I, I, I genuinely just don't <laughs> like the the government on either side. You know, fuck the government, man. That's, like, at this point, it's just, like, I don't have faith in anybody. Except, uh, I don't know who, Paul Pierce, <laughs> I guess. That's what I get faith in right now. Gosling, he seems pretty hot. I'm sure he wouldn't do us wrong. But yeah, so I'm like, I'll stay away from the politics, that's all. There's got to be some other articles, and it's like, for starters, there isn't. I go on the old MSN homepage at work, trusty, every computer at work. I've been at like five different offices between the different jobs in uh in my life, and... They all, MSN was the homepage. MSN got homepages at Workplace on lock. I don't know how they did it. I don't use MSN for anything. I was a kid who had MSN. Little known fact about the McNally household. We had MSN when everybody else had, like, AOL or, like, Verizon or some shit. Like, whatever everyone had. We still had MSN for some reason. It was, like, our main internet option. And my email was at MSN. My parents' email was at MSN until, like, up until recently my parents had an MSN email. (laughs) But aside from that. Uh, beside from that, the MSN thing, I'm like, yeah, we'll skip the politics. It's all politics for starters, which is awful. But then, maybe even more depressingly than how everything you read is just politics, I realized I am just a fucking old man now. Like, it is official. I don't know if it happened before I turned 30 and I just, like, thought I was cool with it and I didn't realize it or something. But I so then the other topics, I'm just like, I... I it's like to an extent I don't know what they are fully but I also just like I don't care about anything I see in like not the world but like 98% of pop culture I see now music movies TV it's just like I just don't know what half of it is and I just don't have interest in learning I just am an old grouchy fuck now but these other headlines were lots and lots of 
CMT Award Talk, country music station. I know it is. My mother listens to it. So uh, she'll have the music videos playing like a Saturday morning when she's doing shit around the house. So country music, I don't know, I'm assuming television, but it's the station. So some sort of country music thing. There are awards everywhere. Hits and miss from the red carpets over the years. Like the history of the CMT Awards. Multiple MSN articles. Who's reading that? I know people like country music. I fucking get that. But like I like music and movies and stuff and I don't read... I don't watch every second of all that shit. Like, who watches all the awards shit? <laughs> I don't know. I got nothing, I guess. I just think it's dumb. If you watch the CMT Awards and you give a fuck to read these articles, you know a friend of mine. How about that? How's this <laughs> How's this articles segment idea going so far that I worked really hard on? Uh, yeah, can't miss moments from the 2020 CMT Awards. I can miss all of them. Boom. Knocked it out of the park. <laughs> Fucking try the veil. Can't miss moments. And then a Banksy painting sold for like $10 million. And that was the one where I admittedly sounded like old. I was like, who gives a fuck? I've heard the name Banksy. I know he does like the street art. And like he's done some cool different type of weird shit or whatever. But like I don't give a fuck about any, any paintings. Like, there's very cool stuff out there. There's great, talented artists, but, like, I'm not, even if I won billions, I'm not paying a lot for a painting unless, like, it was so, like, just a genuinely stupid reason to, like, make me laugh and maybe make a couple of my buddies laugh for some inside joke reason or something. That's probably the only time if I had that much money. But, yeah, I'm I'm an old man. I'm trying to accept I I hate the music on the radio. I've been driving a decent amount, like I said, back and forth to Boston a couple of times the last couple of weeks, like... Uh, I hate the new songs on the radio, man. I'm like, I am an old man. It's like, I always kind of hated the new rap. There's always a couple artists every once in a while that come out in the hip-hop scene that I'm into, you know what I mean? I like Kevin Gates. He's fairly new. I always liked Vado. He isn't even new anymore, but when he first came out, he was new, and I liked him. Uh, when he first came out, he was new. But I'm sure there's a bunch more, but... The other music, like the R&B, like the terrible rock, and so it's just horrible. That uh, Savage Love song, who who uh, who likes that one? It's like catchy, I get it. Like, duh, duh, duh. gets stuck in your fucking head, but I mean, it's complete garbage. I hate the word. Uh, the word Savage has become like a big term. I feel like for like uh, not even like teenage annoying white kids like fucking like 13 14 year old who are like the worst those young white kids you know the ones that are wearing the uh high socks nowadays and they all dress the exact same like the stupid backwards hat like barely floating on their head those kids say savage too much they use the word like for everything and they just become stupid and now that song I warned you this was an old man rant. <laughs> I don't even think I got punchlines here. I'm just shitting on this fucking song I don't like. That I've probably only heard three or four times, but terrible song, I'll tell you that much. Uh so went to the wedding this weekend, came back. Back in Hoboken, fucking chilling. The whole fucking team's here. Girlfriend's back, the dog's back, we're fucking chilling, brother. Fucking the house is a home, if you will. <laughs> we got back. My girlfriend hates, hates any time we, like, go anywhere because uh, I don't 
I don't unpack right away. I'm not that when I get back, for especially driving back from Boston, like a long drive, like the I'm not unpacking that day. Count on it. Even if we get back at noontime, I, mean, I got all day to do nothing. I'm not unpacking that day, toots. Because I always overpack. I got too much shit in my bag that I didn't need. I throw like five t-shirts in for two nights, like a fucking idiot. I'm not unpacking that bitch. I'll go a fucking week. If I lived alone, it'd probably be fucking more. <laughs> I'd be disgusted when she was away for those couple of weeks. I. I unpacked that bag very slowly over two weeks as I needed things and washed a couple of things. So I'm not an unpacker, and uh, she gets pissed. She wants to unpack everything, clean everything right when we get in, which drives me crazy, of course, because it's like, all right, we just got in. Get the fuck out of the, like, the place is tiny. Get out of the way. We're in each other's way. Whole to-do. So she's pissed. The bag's not unpacked. And I had two bags this time because I just filled a bag with clean laundry, big old duffel bag. And uh, she's going through it all pissed off. Like, did you did you leave the clean pillowcases at your mother's? I'm like, I mean, it sure sounds like it. If you just went through the bag and don't see them and you're asking me this, you know, it seems like you know the answer to that question, as do I. So it's like, she's annoyed that day at me. Fucking huge win for Kyle McNally. Like, two days later, whenever I finally do unpack the bag, because I'm a gentleman, I'm like, I won't make you wait a week. I get it. You know, we got to uh, be a team living together. So I'll pack it. I'll unpack it. It's Wednesday. I'll unpack the bitch. We got in uh, Sunday. And fucking come up. The kid wins. I open it up. Take out like fucking two things of clean clothes. And boom. Clean pillowcases in there. I washed them. And I brought them back. She just fucking didn't see them. Let's go. Team fucking guys. You know what I mean? We we win this one. No one's fucking with us. So that was good. You know? Here's the fucking pillowcases. And I put them on on the sneak. I didn't even tell her. Just uh, emptied my bag like a hero. Did all my laundry. Put it away. Folded it nice. And just threw those on. And just, you know, so she could, once she went to bed that night, nice and comfy. You know? Fucking nice, clean, smelling nice, pillow sheets, comfy. Boom. I did, however, fuck up the other laundry I did. I walked around smelling like laundry all day today at work, my sweatshirt. You know that smelling like laundry smell? I don't even know how to describe it. It's like if you leave shit in the wash for too long before you dry it or something like that. Shit gets too wet or something. It just fucking stink all day. I was that today at work. All day, stinking on people, around people. Not good. That's what I was doing. Just stinking on my ass and shit. <sighs> Monster Mash theme song because it's Halloween. Or almost Halloween, I guess. It doesn't feel like it. The weather's still fairly nice and shit. I, uh, I'm i I'm down with Halloween, I guess. I could give a fuck about horror movies. They're kind of funny and some of them are good and shit, but I was never like a diehard. But uh, I do... Halloween was fun. It's fun when you're a kid. It's a it's a tough holiday as a kid because it's like it's you really kind of when you're young. Even looking back, like when you're still really young, it's kind of like you. Some of your friends are too cool to trick or treat all of a sudden, and you're only like twelve. You know what I mean? You still want to. It's like a risky. If you push it that one extra year, like we have a, my, my friend, one of my good friends, a kid who just got married, he dressed up as like a pimp when he was probably like twelve, thirteen. And the rest of us didn't dress up that year. And uh, I still shit on him. Like, I, I'm still like, oh, he dressed up till he was 17. 
he was a pimp like three years in a row from age 14 to 17. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the rest of your life, you're going to be the kid that dressed up for Halloween. It's it's a tough hit. So you, that's one thing I always remember about Halloween is like, I kind of want to dress up. I don't think it's not that cool, but literally no one's going to. So I guess I just got to wear black sweatpants and some sort of black sweatshirt or something if I have it. And then you get a little older, obviously, you start egging. You start the TP action. We didn't really TP much because we were in the city. You know, there wasn't like like the tree. I mean, the trees might get it, but the trees were just on the sidewalk. There wasn't really a bunch of like front yards of trees, you know. So the TP, but people egged. You get your, some houses get egged. You fucking might egg the kid's house or you fucking all shit on at school or something. Always like buses and stuff driving by. You cream. Public transportation just get creamed. You're fucking asking for eggs, buddy. Driving down fucking Broadway on fucking Halloween within fucking distance of Kyle McNally's fucking arm. You're asking for eggs, buddy. Driving that bus. Yeah, so that's all. I mean, remember Halloween? When we were kids, I'm sure they still say it. God knows what they say now with all the perverts out there. But <laughs> there was always like, a, look out for the razor blades and your candy. That was always like the big thing. Like, make, parents, make sure you... The the razor blades. It's like, who the fuck's getting a razor blade? And what, what's my father going to do? Take a bite out of it first and cut his whole fucking mouth open? You know what I mean? Who's sticking a razor blade into my milk dud? How's that going down? Razor blade. And then people, I think, I unless I made this up in my head like some sort of sick fuck, but I'm pretty confident. I think people said, like, people were starting to put, like, drugs in it or, like, edibles, like, weed edibles. Or people were putting, like, fucking shit in the candy. Like, what are you going to fucking give a fucking six-year-old some ecstasy? Like, what's the big deal? Like, uh, it's a real emergency. My kid, he just keeps dancing and shaking his head and telling me everything's great. It's the best night of his life. We're not even doing nothing. There's no music on. He's just going crazy. I don't know. That's, who's still, I guess now they just got to worry about, like, COVID and everything else, right? Social distancing. Can kids even trick or treat this year? Don't even tell me. Big Pharma is out there taking away trick-or-treating from the kids because that'll be the last straw you know i'll stop supporting them i'll stop <laughs> donating all my money <laughs> to them if they're doing this to the kids uh i hope they can trick-or-treat I, but i so i bet there's all weird rules and can you trust people's candy forget about razor blades they got that covid uh hopefully kids can trick-or-treat i don't know i don't know anything i brought up the subject when i have zero facts or information so i don't really know where to go with it but Hopefully they could do that shit, right? Let them trick a treat. Let them wear the shit. I'm trying to think of some Halloween costumes I had throughout my life. I remember I was Dr. Evil one year when I was a kid. I thought that was very funny. I had a one of those bald head things, like the real fake thing. It's just like a, <laughs> it's just like a, I don't even know. It's like just this flabby piece of like dildo looking material, but it's round. <laughs> That's all it is, you shove it over your hair i had like the gray thing and everything the gray doctor i I thought that was a good one dr evil uh i remember i was scream and my mother got me the poor people scream mask anyone remember those there was like the normal scream mask but then there was like two or three like goofy poor people ones they'd make <laughs> where the mouth was like a different shape than the regular scream mask which just that long open mouth there was somewhere would have like teeth or the mouth would be like squiggly <laughs> like the top and bottom well, I remember I had that once my mother got me that poor person scream mask I never forgot it so I was I was furious I was embarrassed and I had to wear that 
for Halloween one year. I didn't like that. I'm blanking out on my costumes. Though. I'm sure I had some good shit. I'm really blanking out on like shit that I thought was cool when I was a kid to be. Like I picked out. I really don't fucking know. What a shame, huh? What a fucking loser I am. I don't even know. What a sh- damn shame. Uh, I've been hooked on. Not hooked on. I shouldn't say that. But I've been into uh, getting more and more into people. I know a lot of people watch cooking shows. I'm not a huge cooking show guy. But I am getting hooked on the specifically like barbecue cooking shows. I don't know why. I've been watching this one on Netflix. It's like a contest where they just have people make random barbecue shit. And it's like, I've realized that that shit is just, I could be a barbecue fucking chef. It's literally just shit that like any 18 year old kid when they were stoned is going to do. Like, it's like, uh, I need y'all. This this week's competition is we give you all these ingredients and it's like, and you just make a sandwich. And these guys are like, oh, I'm going to make a fucking sandwich. I'm going to put pork, <laughs> bacon, sausage, cheese, like I'm gonna cover that motherfucker in sauce. <laughs> I'm gonna make a side of mac and cheese. I'm gonna make a side of potato salad. I'm gonna make a side of beans. <laughs> it's just like, it would go, and then afterwards we're gonna throw all them sides on the fucking sandwich. We're just gonna fucking eat that shit. Like, it's just literally like all I did growing up as a teenager, being a fat stoner, was like, oh, whatever's left, literally whatever's left over from my mother's cooking the night before. Oh, and then a handful of fucking. Mexican shredded cheese, and I throw it in the fucking microwave. Mashed potatoes, rice, whatever protein it was. Fucking, if there was stuffing in there, throw a little cheese on that bitch. I didn't go. Like, that was all I did, and that's all these people are doing. Like, let's cook a shitload of meat, throw some cheese in that bitch, we'll throw some gravy, a buttload of sauces. Like, that's what I was doing. Fucking, oh, sweet baby raised barbecue sauce in that bitch. Give me all sorts of seasoning from the seasoning draw. Dump it on there. That's my seasoning sound coming out of the <laughs> salt and pepper shaker type things. But that's all these barbecue, sh- these pit masters. They're fucking, they're idiots. They just, uh, I, <laughs> I, I, I was gonna make a pot masters. That was the joke that came to my head, but it was very corny, and I cut myself off. I, I didn't want to, I didn't want to commit to it because. Even I knew that was pretty bad, but they're just frauds. It's like, dude, you're just you're just doing what fat fucks do. Like that's what I. You give me a full fucking freezer of meat in a full kitchen with all these condiments, and I have zero training on how to use a smoker or anything. I could Google for three minutes, but I'm telling you, I'm gonna season this meat pretty much the same as this fucking expert without them. You know, I'm just gonna blindly. Throw a bunch of salt, pepper, garlic, fucking onion, fucking, I don't know, cumin, whatever the fuck else you got. Throw it all on there. Dry rub that bitch up. <laughs> like, these guys are just potheads. They're making these big old fucking meat sandwiches with a bunch of cheese. I've been doing that my whole fucking life, buddy. I'm going to be doing it for my fucking grandkids. You know what I mean? Yeah, my grandkids going to be eating like I fucking eat. You know what I mean? Like, it's like prison food for someone who never went to prison. That's what it is. You know? Whatever's left over, we fucking find a way to make it. We probably add cheese to it. We microwave it. We fucking stir it all around in a one quick stir. I want to make sure it's warm. And we fucking sit down and eat it. Breakfast, lunch, or dinner. You know? These fucking pit masses. Suck my dick. Suck my dick balls and ass, pit masses. I've been fucking doing this shit my whole life. I'm a fucking pit master. Kyle McNally, the pit master. Pit bull, baby. Mr. Fucking 305, Dolly, that's me. 
<laughs> pit bull, the pit master. That's, but yeah, I'm getting hooked on those shows between, I always watch Triple D, obviously, fucking Flavor Town, take a ride here and there, but now I'm into the barbecue shows, and I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing, you know, because I'm already have bad eating habits, I'm already hungry anyway, so it's not like, oh, the shows, the shows make me so hungry, it's like, yeah, I'm always hungry, I just ate fucking snacks before I watch any show, so I don't, it's not that, like, <laughs> I can't even watch these shows, they make me so hungry, it's like, yeah, all right, buddy, I eat... 20,000 calories a day. I don't need fucking Guy Fieri to get my fucking stomach growling around, you know? Shut the fuck up. Uh, but now I'm into the barbecue shows. I'm hooked. I watch another thing on this guy who just makes whole hog at his family restaurant. They just cut up the hog all day and sell it. And Hey, good for him, man. His father taught him how to do it, making whole hog like his daddy did. That shit I couldn't do, no matter how stoned you got me. The whole hog shit. They just spin in the giant pig and they cook the whole fucking thing evenly somehow. Not for me. I don't like any of the shit with the actual animal. We like you are doing the shit, cutting it into pieces and stuff. I don't need all that. Just let me season the bitch for you. <laughs> and I'll I'll knock it out of the park. If we've learned anything today, you've learned. Despite what they say about white people, I season the shit, baby. I'm a seasoning guy. Lay it on me. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's all really going on in my life, I guess. The debate, bit of a letdown. I'm sure they're going to say, on some channels, they're going to say, Trump sucked, he's an idiot. On the other channels, they're going to say, Biden sucked, he's an idiot. And on Twitter, I'm just going to see probably pretty funny shit making fun of each of them. Twitter, I feel like, is the one place, because I follow a little bit of everything. I, I see, usually find some funny shit making fun of both of them. So hopefully I see some of that. Try not to see too much. Deleted the Twitter app. I think I've said that. But that was it. We'll do a quick NFL talk, I guess. The uh, Pats suck. <laughs> they might suck. No, the, I if they beat San Fran this week, San Fran doesn't suck. But I don't think they're as good as they were. But the Pats might suck. They looked bad last week. Cam's looking bad. But one bad game. Let's see. Cam's looked good before that. And then they had the weird shit where they were off for a while, so benefit of the doubt. But if not, there's already people saying we're trading Gilmore. And I don't think it's crazy if they're going to lose the next one or two games or if it looks like they're not going to be in the playoff hunt. And I think you only got a year left after this, whatever, trade them, get a first. Fuck it. You know what I mean? If, But I don't know. We'll see. I don't know if Bill is going to admit they need a rebuild like that. I don't know. We'll see. Bill's old. He might not want to fucking stick around for a rebuild. But let's see if we don't beat San Fran. I think we're going to beat them. I think we're going to look better than people think. And everyone's going to be like, well, Bill and Cam are good again. So fuck it. Let's ride them out. I think that's what's going to happen. But I'm biased. I'm a Pats fan. My fantasy team's crumbling. Fucking Zach Ertz, IR. Miles Sanders hurt. Philly's fucking me there. I didn't pick up Boston Scott. I think he had a decent day today. Uh, but the whole league in general, just injuries out the ass. And then it's always the case, but I feel like this year especially, the tight ends really stink. Like I got beat out to pick up Dallas Goddard. He's out for another week or two, and I still was like, fuck, I wish I got him. Because <laughs> they stink. Everyone stinks. I'm about to be fucking playing fells from the Titans. And he might be good because the other kid's out, but when the other kid's back, he won't be good. It's like, 
Jesus Christ. I played fancy baseball a couple times, and we got rid of the catcher position after the first year because they don't hit. Tight ends, you guys suck like that. I, I, I'm down to keep the tight end in the game because it makes fantasy fun and tough, but holy shit, you guys all stink. And that's my position, baby. That's what, that's what my heart is, baby. I'm a tight end, baby, till the day I die. That's what I played in high school, folks. Uh, yeah, my team's falling apart. I won't talk too much about my team this week. Been ranting about it a lot. If anyone listens to this, <laughs> I don't know if anyone actually is. I hope people are. But if you do and you want to uh, hit me up, any fantasy questions, talk about sports in general. Fantasy, I like football and fantasy golf. I like for DraftKings. I like to fuck around with those two. Any questions about those subjects? Any questions in general? Uh, I would love <laughs> some uh, some stuff to talk about that I don't have to think about. You know what I mean? Give me some questions. Let me answer them. I'll be honest. I'll fuck around. I'll be funny. But yeah, I don't know. Sports, fantasy football, fantasy golf. I like to talk about that shit. I'm pissed. Sebastian Munoz went off for like eight under today. And I literally, every tournament the last like, I don't know, three months, I've taken him for like a dollar or two to win like over a hundred. I always take him to be the leader after round one. And I didn't in this fucking tournament. And the boy goes off. But that's fine. I got him in DraftKings. Big Sebastian Munoz guy. He's always good in DraftKings. Uh, I forget. Someone I follow on Twitter. Put me on to him. I don't even know. I'll give credit when it's due if I think of it. Uh, but one of those, fa- not famous, but one of those established fantasy sports guys with thousands of followers. One of them. And uh, he's awesome. He's always cheap. He's like what Finau was in DraftKings like three years ago. Does that make sense? He was just always consistent and fairly priced. That's Munoz now. People have started to pick up on him. But I didn't bet him this week like a big fat dummy, and I did not win that money that I should have won. Furious at myself, but what are you going to do? Like I said, I put a dollar or two on him to win a fucking hundred. I usually do that with a couple of guys with high odds for first leader after the first round, just fucking around. Few of them, and then I usually bet a couple guys with good odds. Not a lot, you know what I mean? Ten, five bucks. You know what I mean? The most fifteen, twenty on a guy ever. If they got some odds I like, and I think they might win, that's about it. I've won a few times here and there. I'm out more than I'm lost for the year, so fuck it. My buddies really gamble. Obviously, think I'm a pussy, but aside from that, uh, one of them is convinced. There's no like turning back. <laughs> like I'm, I'm gonna be hooked now. Like they, the hooks are in me. And I'm not getting out, but I'm, I am i don't think so. I don't ever put more than, like, a combined, like, 40 bucks on any golf. And that's all I really do is golf. I don't bet football. I'll do DraftKings for football. But, yeah, I won't do too much fantasy sports this week, I guess. The uh, Red Sox are done. They stink, like I said, many times. I want to make that clear. I hate them this year. I hate the fucking ownership i hate the fucking off season. they didn't spend any money they got rid of great players and they just suck and now they're fucking i don't know they're on the shit list for a while so i'll take a stab at them anytime i can pats big week if they lose to san fran they're probably trading fucking gilmore cam's probably gonna after a few more weeks have to sit on the bench so we can see if stidham stinks or not so big week because if they win they're not out buffalo everyone was hyping up buffalo early in the year my dear friend luke toma it's so cute watching these idiots from Buffalo think they have a chance because it's just like you got I I I, I admit we're spoiled as Patriots fans and I admit it's going to suck being average for a while now but having said that like we I saw 
like greatness. I saw the best quarterback ever play for all those years. Josh Allen is not good enough. Like he stinks. He hit a kid in the fifteenth row at Foxborough a year or two on a fucking five yard slant. I've never seen anything like it. He threw it in the fucking sands. You can't just throw it a hundred yards every play, even though Drew Locke that kid got balls. He threw it deep every time in the Pats last week. Uh every time I was watching. Uh but Josh Allen, you gotta be able to accurately throw five to fifteen yard that range when you need to. That's what all the young quarterbacks, that's what the great ones do it, you know. They dump it off and they can fucking do that shit. Josh Allen stinks. He's not going to do it, you idiots from Buffalo. Luke, I love you. You're probably not listening to this, but they, you guys stink. It's beautiful. I love texting every weekend, Luke, telling you how bad Josh Allen is and watching you guys fall for it every time he plays well. But where I was going with this is the Pats, if they win this week, they're not even out of the AFC East. The Bills, everyone's hyping them up, sucking their dick recently, and now they stink. All of a sudden, everyone realizes, oh, the Bills, the Bills, the Bills. Let's cut the shit. They're the Bills. Pats, big weekend. Let's see what happens. I had some intro music this week. How the fuck do you like that? We're trying to keep fucking getting better at this podcast shit. Stick with me. I'm going to keep getting better at it. It's going to keep getting funnier. Have a fucking good week. Have a good night. I think this is the plan going forward. Going to try to drop the ep Thursday night so it comes out either late Thursday into Friday morning, you know. Fridays, no one wants to fucking work. Who the fuck want Friday's fake day. The boss knows he's getting beat a little bit because everyone's brain's out the fucking door, especially after noontime. So fucking kill you Friday morning, you know. I think that's going to be the plan. Drop this on Thursday. Who knows when I'll record them, but drop them Thursday night. They'll be dropping around this time, 10, midnight, anywhere around then. Be ready for Friday morning. Have some fucking fun at work. Kill some time on a Friday, you know what I mean? Fucking relax, man. Get out. Do whatever you do. You know what I mean? Maybe you're a guy that drinks six beers on the drive home. Maybe you don't drink any. I'm not a big casual drinking beer guy. If I'm drinking, I'm getting blackout drunk with my friends, so I don't do it all the time. But, you know, do what you got to do, man. And Kyle McNally's going to be there. Acquired taste. Thank you for listening. Hopefully it's getting better. I love you all. Give me a million stars on fucking Apple iTunes. Tell them how handsome I am.